X-Wings, Mouse Droids, and a Twi'lek ex-girlfriend. This is episode 6 of Concord Dawn, talking about chapter 6, The Prisoner. And if you've just heard the, uh, what is it, the royalty-free laser blasts, and you know you're talking, <laughs> you know we're listening this. to Concord Dawn with my co-host Steve Carley. Hello, Steve. What's up, man? I'm hungry. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Well, that's neither here nor there, but it's also a little bit here. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about The Prisoner, which is chapter six in the series called The Mandalorian. Yeah. Welcome back to your apartment that you live at. That <laughs> but I haven't left at. the entirety of this entire weekend. Yeah, literally. That's right. Then we got two episodes left of this show. We have two episodes left, and funny they mentioned that because, like, I think this is the this is the episode where everyone's like, "Where is this show going? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's like, okay, what's the end game here?" Which well, is fine, but yeah, I mean, if you think about what the show is, which is obviously a um, oh, what's the phrase? It's like a not like a serial procedural, but it is like um, shit. Here I am messing this up. My point is, is that each episode is its own story. It's its own story. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily. Have, yeah. yeah. So the question is, does it need to have, does it need to go somewhere? I th- does that make it bad or does that make it just different from what we're used to for a TV series? I do think that these next two episodes might be ramping up to some bigger stuff. Just based off of what we've seen in the trailer, you get some like, heavy artillery imperial types well i was gonna ask i was like is there anything that we had that we've seen in trailers we haven't seen in this show yet yeah so that's uh because you know we got like giancarlo esposito he's still oh, coming yeah. up i forgot and i think he's gonna be a he's gonna be a bruiser type dude and uh you know he's like in a tie fighter at one point but that didn't happen in this episode that's crazy that he's that we meet him and he's in a tie fighter and there's two episodes left yeah, yeah all right well, let's... so who knows because I, I mean i think obviously the empire or whatever the empire is at this point still wants that child and they're not just gonna like all right you took it and Good it's point. important to us but sayonara so I mean, you, you can assume that before within these next two episodes not only will we meet Giancarlo Espinito's character but we'll you know see uh uh, the client again. Right. Werner Herzog's character. I'm assuming that, that'll happen. I mean, they're not going to just move past that. What do you think of this episode, Steve? I am prepared. Okay, so I'm prepared to say that it's probably the best episode so far. However, it's got issues. Okay. Ma- also, mainly acting. I just don't think this episode's pretty bad acting across the board, except for Pedro Pascal. I mean, he doesn't have to do much, so it's not hard. Right. Really. As long as you just act mysterious, you know, it's like... You can do pretty well. But... I've seen discussions online because I did, you know, I just mentioned a second ago how I think everybody now is just like, what is this show doing? There's a lot of seemingly throwaway episodes, but it people brought up, bring up the point that it's kind of like a Western, whereas like back in the day in like the 60s Western TV shows, it would kind of just be like one-off episodes about, you know, the main character doing what he does and then that's it and then they go off to a new adventure every episode and that's yeah that's exactly pretty much what i was trying to talk about earlier when i did a brain fart but yeah this is obviously this harkens back to kind of classic tv storylines that way which i don't you know that's that's obviously intentional it always was intentional from the very beginning so and it does sort of remind me of star wars rebels where you know they'll take maybe one episode, maybe like one to three episode arcs where they're doing a job and then, you know, off to the next one. So 
Maybe it's just kind of like that, but obviously, I, I do think that eventually the child will play a bigger role, and obviously, some bigger forces are going to be after him. And this is hardly the, the only show that doesn't have like an overarching like. Sure, like you could argue South Park was way better when they did the exact same thing as opposed right. to having a stupid political arc over the whole season. You so uh, let's just dive into the episode. Well, we, do you think that? I mean, what do you think about the episode? I mean, you know, <laughs> I care about you and your opinions. Thanks, man. I really, I really appreciate that. Uh, I, I did like it a lot. I don't know if it was my favorite episode of the series, but you know, it's it's cool to see Mando taking odd jobs across the galaxy and it's meeting not- different characters. And because you know, another another thing, there was some article that just talked about how basically he like takes these little odd jobs and it's kind of like a way for celebrity cameos to make an appearance. And, and there are many of those. He does what he does. He outsmarts people. And then it's like off to the next planet. And we'll talk about many of these. And I guess they're not really cameos that they're in the entire episode, but you know, episode cameos or sure. series cameos on a minute here. But yeah, I guess we can dive in. I mean, what do you think is the best episode? Well, I, I look, I'll, I'll I'll rephrase that. To me, this is the most episode where I think the most happens in the episode, as opposed to just kind of like I think more Western stuff. I think so far three has been my favorite, and that's when you get the face off with the whole bounty guild. On, ah, okay, yeah. On Navarro, is that when he goes back to get Yiddle? Yes, okay, and then you yes. get you get you know, all the Mandalorians coming to help him. And that's oh, when he's got his new best car armor. Say, that's when he upgrades the armor. Okay, you're right. Yeah, and that's, that that's like the turning point of the Mandalorian where you get, you know, some kind of morality to him where he's, you know, realizing that there's more than just taking in bounties. And he's become a dad. That, you know, cute things are great. Let's dive in, shall we? Sure. So this episode starts off where uh, Mando's at a space station and he's meeting with a character named Ranzar Mulk. And Very that's, Star Wars name. That's a... Uh, Milk is how some Michiganders pronounce milk. Oh, yeah. You know, well, sometimes, I mean, well, some, they say milk. It's unfortunate, for sure. Yeah, but uh, it's they're old acquaintances. They used to run together and do odd jobs and, you know, hit licks and stuff like that. What is the actor's name who plays him again? Uh, John Boone Michael. Something I don't like know. That. I don't have the that. The point right. is, yeah, he's from... Um, Freaking John Boone Michael. <laughs> that's that's everyone's favorite John Boone Michael there. He's the Sons of Anarchy guy. His, his name is absolutely not John Boone Michael, but he's What's he's in the episode all the same. Yeah. So continue um, on, please. Basically he's setting up Mando for a job and they need the Razor Crest specifically because I guess it's so old that it's off Imperial and Republic navigation, so he can sneak in and out of there easily. Um and then we re- we meet the rest of the crew that he's going to be working with, and we've got Berg. He's a Deveronian. Uh, that's like the the devilish looking dude. He's great. Played by and Clancy I only know Brown. a Deveronian because they appear briefly in A New Hope. You know, there's just like another character who's got the devil looking oh, horns. Really? Okay. And they, you know they they do appear like there's one character in Rebels, and I'm sure in other spots as well. But that's a that's a previously seen species of. Just- character guy alien speaking of a new hope I, i'm making a promise right now that by next episode i will have rewatched all of the star wars movies i'll hold you to it because uh Please yeah don't. this time next week we'll have seen the rise of skywalker that's right comes out when the, there, i know there's week. rumors of that like the next episode's gonna tie into that which would be i don't know how or why that would be the case i think it's i haven't heard rumor. that but that's you know yeah it's it, you know it's it's a rumor that right. twitter makes up i don't think it has anything you know i don't think it means anything and i don't think it's true at all but personally but 
So anyway, yeah, there's Berg. He's sort of the muscle of the crew. He's played by Clancy Brown. He's the Drax of the crew of the group. Yes. Um, we get Sheehan, a Twi'lek. She's played by Natalia Tena. Game of Thrones. Game, Game of Thrones. And then Zero, the droid, who's played by... Richard uh, Iota. Yeah. How I, I believe how it's pronounced. Richard However, Iota. not I'm saving the best for last here, because who we meet first, funny enough, and that's, uh, that's Mayfield, and he's played by Bill Burr, comedian. I'm sure you've... Uh, I'm sure you've seen him around. Yeah, which is funny because like his acting here is probably the one of the better. I think characters. he he is probably my favorite character in this episode. Yeah, I mean he was in Breaking Bad and he did a good job. He was in Breaking Bad. Yeah, he was like one of uh he's one of Saul's goons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he was he was in there. I forgot about that. I really do need to listen to him more of his stand up. I really have not given him the credit that he apparently you know is due. And we get like a little uh. A little nod to the Last Jedi because remember he sees the Razor Crest. And he's like, it looks like a Canto bite slot machine. Which I mean, you know, again this this show toes the line the sure. entire time between like cheesy callback and like actual lore. You know, as so it is. um we kind of learned that Sheehan and Mando kind of have history, maybe romantic, and it didn't end very well. I think it's definitely romantic. Yeah, and uh, I thought Sheehan was kind of a weird character choice because. I don't really over, remember overacting. like Twi'leks being kind of like vampires because she's got like the two vampire teeth and she's like doing weird things with her tongue a lot and like hissing. Do you think she's just trying to be sexy? I don't know. Maybe. It's weird. But it's like you, that, like, you said yourself that they're kind of like uh, they're, they're species. They're kind of like the sex pots of the universe as much as I don't like to say that. Um, I don't know. It just kind of seems like they're always like the hot, you know, like Instagram models of Star Wars. The influencers. The influencers. That's right. Got it. Fair enough. Yeah, they have a history. Apparently, I mean, will we, will they ever go into that? I get. We can assume no. And One then, um, you know, we've past. got we've got zero the droid. It's kind of you know he's like gonna pilot the ship because I guess he can. He's he's the he's the rocket raccoon. He can kind of manipulate hyperspace in a way that he can like get the coordinates just enough so that he can jump out right at the right time and then get the drop on people. It makes you wonder like how they hire someone to be voice acting like how do they get like why richard iota of all people for a to voice a robot it was just like i mean because actually no two episodes from now we get the directed one from uh taika waititi i think that's right ig11 yeah. so yeah. yeah so he has a connection to the series right so it's like why of all people richard iota who is an actor and director sometimes hasn't done anything since 2013 so the i don't know i think i don't know it's just probably like hey do you want to be in star wars and like Lend your voice. Then again, he's from the IT crowd. He's a nerd at heart. As, you could, know, you, could you be a droid in the show? I would like to. Go ahead. Let's, let's hear it. Beep, beep. Whoa. Good, you, could, huh? you could have fooled me, buddy. Pretty good. Hire me up, that's, Disney. That's that pretty I'll good. be a shill. It's fine by me. I'll sell out. So, the crew on their way to a Republic cruiser, which Mando's kind of uh, not, not too thrilled about just because the New Republic is kind of, you know, like they're, they're the, uh, the new top dog of the galaxy. And I, I do think it's cool that we get to finally see something New Republic. Um, there's, it's just something that the sequels haven't quite touched on. Like, there's the scene in The Force Awakens where they're basically obliterated by Starkiller Base. Oh, but, yeah, like, that's right. kind of the yeah. only, like, politics we get. And then, you know, it's like the First Order's there. To be fair, where is that series going? That trilogy going? <laughs> I guess we'll find out in a week. It's kind of like... It's like your kids not making the best choices, but you just you love your kids so you're still much. Proud of them for and doing you're still it. proud of them, and you just you, you hope that in the end they do the right thing, and maybe so they, they will. do the right thing. Rest in peace, 
Danny Aiello. That's passed right. Away a couple days. Different different podcasts altogether. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're all in the Razor Crest on their way, and uh, you know they're they're teasing Mando, just kind of like, hey, what's under that helmet? You know, show come on, show us your eyes. He and, must be a Gungan. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mayfield's like, oh, you must be a Gungan. He's like, oh, Misa, no want to see you. What I don't know. Again, um, toes the line. Right. And so Berg tries to remove his helmet. Doesn't go very well, Steve. A little does. fight ensues. Never does. In this moment, Steve, they accidentally open up kind of like the crew quarters area. Probably where Mando quarter, sleeps. Sure. But there's our there's our boy, the child. There's America's boy. America's boy. <laughs> the stolen the boy. hearts of the country, of the world. It's Yiddle. It's the child. He's there, and they're all kind of like, once again, what is this thing? I think for... Uh, I think if I lived in a universe where so many weird aliens and creatures lived, I don't think I would really bat much of an eye at the child. But they're always like, "What is that?" It is odd that they no one just seems everyone just seems to yeah, no one knows what the hell. I mean, he's it not is. that exotic looking. He's got some like big ears, but he's I mean, a little green boy. But the 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 twi- the Twi'lek has a weirder look right. than he does. You know, maybe it's yeah. just that they're not seen. I don't know. Um, cause I mean, well, before, you know, I mean, I'm not a, you know, I'm not super knowledgeable of Star Wars, which is you are. So I just assume that Yoda's species, not, you know, Yoda, different, spe- different, uh, character from Yiddle, but right. Yoda's species was like more common. I mean, not like, you know, like a, the Clone Wars droids are all over the place, but I just assume that everyone knew what, what his species was, but apparently not really. No. Yeah. Um, I probably should mention that they are on their way to hit this Republic cruiser. It's a, uh. It's like a prisoner ship, and they're trying to bust someone out. Simple as that. Yeah. It's um, a rescue mission. Well, that do you rescue someone in prison? I don't know if you rescue them I don't per know. se. You but break him out. Mayfield is. He sees the child, picks him up, and he's kind of teasing Mandalorian. You know, like pretending to drop it and stuff. And then just in that moment, they come out of light speed, and you know the whole ship gets kind of disillusioned and jumbled around, and then they. He accidentally drops the child. This is where the worst that's ever happened to anybody in the history of mankind. I know. Happens. No, no one's happy about it. Bill Burr's got a lot of explaining to do. Should have held on <laughs> a little tighter. Um, yeah. But yeah, Mando's just not a fan of it and, uh, you know, picks him up and then they end up landing on the Republic cruiser and they get inside of it. And because they're using the Razor Crest, they're able to kind of mask themselves. Right. And, and that's, be able to yeah. sneak up, which is, I guess, the whole point of using the Razor Crest. Again, as I always say, great name. Love it's that a great name. name. Yeah. So name. they kind of, they make their way, they drop into the ship, and there's not really a lot of people in there. I would, I would assume that if it's a, a prisoner ship, they'd have a little more beefed up security. I mean, they do have some droids and they got some stuff, but... Really, it's like one dude and some droids, and that's that's all they get. Side note: Is this the longest episode so far? Forty-three minutes. Oh, yeah, it it must be. I think it is. I didn't realize it was forty-three minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's forty. Lucky us. <laughs> let's keep that momentum let's, going. Uh, let's, let's just keep it going longer and longer. Oh, Lord, man, yeah. Okay, so okay, yeah. So they do. I mean, so this is basically just. You know, I'm not going to use the phrase montage, but this is just a lot of this is this is the action part of the episode, right? So. Basically, there's like one point where they come across a little mouse droid. We've seen them like on the Death Star in A New Hope. Pretty cute. Just those, yeah, those little droid guys on wheels. And, you know, Berg ends up blasting one with a little blaster. And that alerts the security, which is just a bunch of security droids. Which is kind of cool to see like the Rebel insignia on it. And what I thought was kind of nice is that, you know, for once it's like, the rebellion is the antagonist of the story. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's the new Republic, but it's, that's what the rebellion became. Um, 
so they're pinned down by these overpowered droids and they think Mando has kind of just ditched them. Remember just like Mayfield's just like, I knew it. I knew it. And then we see Mando from behind runs up and he does some cool stuff. He slides on the ground, kind of like chops one's leg off with his blade and then, you know, fights him, gets shot a few times. Thankfully the best car coming in clutch like it always does. <laughs> and, uh, you yeah. know, we get to kind of see that Mandalorian. He, does, he doing. reminds you that he is a, you know, mysterious, you know, war torn right. fighter. It's awesome. Well, I think job. that was nice to prove to the rest of the crew that like, Hey, you know, I'm, I know what I'm doing and I can, yeah. I can fight. Don't mess with me, really. Now, they do see a couple prisoners on board. I know that you said that one of the, these aliens is from Solo. Yeah, that's an that Ardinian. It's got, like, the four arms. It's what uh, Rio was from Star Wars, who, funny enough, was voiced by John Favreau. There you go. John Favreau. I think Solo was better than everyone Everyone claims it oh, is. Oh, yeah, it was fun. I'll lose us some followers by saying that. I, like I mean, we also, we said we like The Last Jedi. Yeah, that's true. We are pro But we also Jedi. just criticize the new sequels. So, we'll see. I don't know. I, We're central. I, we like Star Wars. Sue yeah. us. Damn right. Um, so they kind of, they enter upon a control room where there is like one human crew member on board and it's kind of cool that he's got like the, uh, like the rebellion fleet trooper helmet on. I do like that helmet. And he's kind of, he's kind of got like, he's dressed to the nines, you know, like everything's like pressed nicely. And I'll tell you though, the, 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 the helmet is now the, the helmet that he has. Yeah. To me that toes the line between Star Wars and Spaceballs, that kind of design to me. Yeah, I mean, it was Star Wars first. I think I I, kind of get what you're saying, but that's just like a... It just seems, it's just, it's it's goofy. It's cool, but it's goofy just enough where it reminds you, at least reminds me of a design that you would see in Spaceballs. Now, this guy, uh, his name is Davin. I think that's what his character was called. He's played by Matt Lanter, who plays Anakin in the Clone Wars show. Just, you know, cool to see more people kind of getting recycled into the Star Wars. There's no shortage of that, of recycling going on, which is great. So, you know, basically Mando, I think he's kind of got the heart here where he's saying, like, none of us, no, you don't have to die. Just Well, because he was told that there wouldn't be any humans or, or you know, just, right. just droids. Right. So, you know, he basically, uh, Davin kind of pulls out a tracker and I guess that kind of goes off if he's killed. And, and then that'll, that'll, bring... that'll rain, you know, Republic troops or Republic ships onto him. That's not good. No, can't have that. So it's one of those uh, Western standoffs. Right. And so Mando's pointing guns at the rest of the crew because they're pointing guns at him because he really doesn't want this guy to die. And I think he realizes that if he dies, it's just going to bring more trouble for them. So, like, let's all just keep a clear head here. And so there's, like, a huge Mexican standoff going on. But Mayfield's, he's in a hot head. He's a hot head. Right. Character. And he's even, so like, he's, you know, he's like, get that blast out of my face, Mando. Yeah. And eventually Sheehan just kind of throws a blade at poor David, who's just doing his job. You know, he's just, he's just it, trying it was, to get these prisoners from point A to point Friday. B. He's just trying to get out of work and go to his family. That's right. But unfortunately, he's, uh, he's taken down. Taken out, buddy. So Cut down. They find the cell of Quinn, who is the brother of Sheehan. I guess he also used to run with the Mandalorian. He was probably in like the crew with them. Because, you know, he, he's like, hey, man, good, each other. good yeah. to see you again. Not. Exactly. Exactly. Well, sarcasm going on. <laughs> so. Exactly. He's happy to see his sister. They do a headbutt thing where I'm like, there's no way they haven't been sexually involved. Oh, yeah. That's uh, maybe with the, the Game of Thrones. Which is fine. Maybe it's perfectly acceptable in their species. Yeah. I don't maybe. judge. I don't know. I judge a little bit, but. So at this point, the cell's open. 
they pushed the Mandalorian in the cell. You think he would have saw that coming by now? You think he would have seen that coming? But and you'd think that maybe he, I don't know, maybe he could have. He didn't with, try very hard. He could have stood that a little harder, but you that's know, okay. Caught him off guard. They pushed him in the cell. They're locking him in, and they're you know seemingly going to get off in the Razor Crest, and you know it's just it's just a big. But are they are they going to be successful though? Are there, are there plans going to be successful? Are they going to be thwarted, maybe? Steve? Yes? If I know anything about the Mandalorian, he seemingly always comes out on top. So your question's kind of silly here, because I think he <laughs> might just have some tricks up his sleeve. Do I feel? Do I look foolish? Well, <laughs> that's not up for us to decide. And plus, you don't look anything because we're, we're through radio right now. That's right. So they, they can't see you. Do I sound foolish? I think you look fine. Appreciate that. Man. Um, so at this point... Mandalorian, thankfully he's got the gauntlet, and he's sort of got like that that wire that shoots out of one of the gauntlets, like the, the toe wire. He definitely has a lot of tools for the trade yes. and, his, uh, and his utensils, you know, and his, on his on his person. So a couple of the droid securities coming through, he's able to yank one to him, sort of chop its arm off. Oil and... everywhere, very bloody scene. Yeah, the oil because oil is just droid blood. That's droid that's blood. A, yes, that's canon. It's canon and it's lit. Um, they, uh, he's able to open the door with like the little key that the droid has. I don't know what that's called, but like R two is able to do it a lot. Where like he puts that little slot, mm-hmm. he puts his like little wrench into a slot and turns yeah, it around. Like and that, that opens doors. Universal key kind of thing. There you yeah. go. And so Mando's able to escape. Gets to the control room where he's able to like lock doors and shut doors and turn off the lights. And that's where they're like. Mando's out. <laughs> we might be screwed here. Yeah. Now, during this time, Zero's, of course, still on the ship. Because he's kind of the eyes, you know? I mean, Not for long, though, well, but... Yeah. But it, this is the point where he, uh, you know, I, I know that they cut off communication, yes. so they can't hear him. Anyway, he, of course, is visited by Yiddle himself. Yeah. The man. Surprise. Always seems to kind of... And I use the, I use the term man because he's already 50 years old. He's basically right. already a man. Uh, but, In the Jewish faith, for sure. For sure. He is a man, for sure. Um, and he always end, end, ends up, you know, showing up at the best times. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Zero looks at him and he goes, curious. Yeah, so because, well, say. in the episode, you do see the, uh, like, the transmission from Griff Carga that we see in previous episodes where he's basically saying, you know, congratulations on the bounty, Mando. Now come back and get it and we'll, you know, celebrate. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so he's, like, he's trying to decipher that the entire time because I think it's, like, broken by this point. Yeah. And... So him seeing Giddle, he thinks, okay. Yeah, you know, and then eventually... Related there. Eventually, he he puts two and two together, but that's a little bit later on. Right now, the crew knows that Mando's out, and it can only be trouble. And it is trouble, because it's locking him in, and it's not as clear-cut as they thought it was going to be. Mm-mm. No. So, I mean, this is pretty much, again, another another situation where it's kind of picked off one by one. To, right. To, to speed us through here, you know, each... each you know, antagonist, I guess. Protagonist becoming antagonist is kind of picked off, um, you know, one by one with, uh, I know for Berg, um, which is not, Berg is, uh, Mandalorian is up top, you know, in the vent system, I'm going to call it, uses his grapple to kind of go around Berg's neck from above. And I think to myself, I mean, this guy is obviously so much stronger than you. So of course he just leans forward a bit, pulls Mando through the top onto the ground. Uh, Mando again thinks no problem. I've got my flames right. he's here. He's got blasters. He's got 
The Whistling Birds. Which he uses to no effect, which no. hurt me because I know how much Whistling Birds are. They're how, rare. How, oh, they're rare. They're hard to get. We've known this for a while now, for weeks now. Because, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, Burr's got the strength and he's able to kind of overpower Mando. So Mando uses his torch on him again to no avail. Right, because he's just like, man. yeah, he, I guess it doesn't hurt Deveronians. Yeah. But there's a nice callback. I'm um, listening. This is a nice callback to the first episode because he's able to throw a knife, kind of, you know, pull a Gian move um, to the doorway, which it comes down on him. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of the first episode a little bit when he closed on the person. It cuts to him and he's like pushing the door up. He's, so obviously he's, he caught it. He's quad lifting it. He's, but yeah, then there's he's like a, a horizontal door and it just closes right on him. One thing about all these people being picked off is that you never actually see them be like dying. It always cuts away when right. you think that. Yeah. Which is fine. But well, there's be. a reason for that, obviously. Right. We'll see. Um, and there's like another part, because it kind of feels like Alien at this point, where it's just like the darkness and... He's the xenomorph. Right. Yeah. And so there's like a part where like the lights are flashing and you see Mayfield and it ends up coming up, you know, like every time the lights flash, you see Mando and then it'll flash again and he's gone. Flash, and there he is. Flash is gone. And then it comes up behind him and Mayfield screams out and then just... Very embarrassing moment for him. Oh, yeah, it looked awful. Just looked really bad on him. Yeah. And uh, got him. So, and then we see Sheehan, and she's throwing blades at him. She reminds you of Hela from Thor Ragnarok with her blade. Right. Blades are obviously her thing. Right. And then she's picked off as well. <laughs> to make a long story short, yeah. she's picked off. And so, eventually Mando comes upon Quinn, who's like, trying to get on the razor crest and meanwhile quinn he's not being loyal because he's basically he's like he's telling i think mayfield like yeah, hey get me off this thing and I'll triple your money i'll triple your money he's like what about your sister and he's like what about my sister dude i'm i'm, I'm trying <laughs> Miss to live me with that shit just the old news right which is odd because it's, it's it's funny to see mayfield start to think okay well you know you better be good for it right it's like dude you just broke this guy out of prison clearly this, like you really think this is the guy is the one you want to trust him and right his now? sister like weirdly cackle after everything they say so I, I just i don't really think you can trust these two <laughs> you probably can't trust either of them now nah. mayfield's he's not quite the sharpest tool in the shed so they they kind of draw blasters on each other and mayfield's like listen you need me in order to get your money so why don't you just you know take me prisoner take me back and then you know we'll be good so Mayfield thinks okay and then meanwhile can argue with that right meanwhile zero is looking for the child aboard the razor crest and has been for quite some time the kid can hide. Right. The kid's just, you know, he's hiding around and eventually Zero comes up on him with his blaster and thankfully is shot by Mandalorian. Well, well he, uh, Yiddle, you know, the child, yeah. Yiddle, he uh, puts his arm his hand out to kind of use the force. He's doing that uh, very adorable that, yeah. that that sweeps the nation and is kind of focus and then... And I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of the whole last minute. You think he, the shot was from him, but it was actually from behind, and he right. gets killed. But you know, Mando takes out Zero from behind, and Yiddle does the thing that, which is probably the memeable moment of this episode, because right. one each episode, where he looks at his hand like, "Oh, did I do that?" Shit. Um, and that's when it's revealed that it was actually Mando from behind and breaking Yiddle's heart because he thought he did something himself. But I'm noticing that memes become like a lot of like self pleasure jokes, and we're not going to get into that because that's not appropriate. Not appropriate. We're a little more mature than that. That's true. Even though November's over, but anyway, um, they make it back to the space space station. It's Mando. It's Quinn, and that's about all that makes it. And uh, Mister Mulk, Ranzar Mulk is like, "Where's the rest?" He's like, "You said no questions asked." 
And so Which like, we may not have mentioned in the beginning of the episode, but just... <laughs> at, one, at one point they say no questions asked. He says it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, chances are you've probably seen this episode. I wouldn't That's a good I wouldn't point. use us to like like I don't have Disney Plus and I don't I don't see the Mandalorian, so I'm gonna listen to this podcast and get everything. Oh. I mean, we're just two dudes who just talk about it. I mean, half-assed. thank you for listening. For that thank you reason, for listening. If you are, means, this ill advised. That's all. I'm but saying. we sort of just talk about it. And I'm like, hey, I like how that creature was also in another movie. And, and I then, forget all the names. And Devin helps and then, me. Yep. Out with and that. then we we move on. So this is one of those moments. Um, Mando gets paid, gets his cheddar. Which again, when it comes to bounty hunters, no one can just hand in the money. Nope. They always have to toss it underhand. Toss. He's not like, can I write you a check? <laughs> I'm not sure if Mando takes check money order. Probably, probably not. I wouldn't take checks. Western Union? No, checks. Oh, they are... bounce. Yeah, that's true. But checks are cash on a Monday. So, you know, Mando flies away and uh, Ranzar's like, all right, kill him. Like, he kind of... He knew the whole time that this was going to go bad for Mando. Yeah. Or it, in theory. Again, plans thwarted. It always does. Right. Mando. So he orders somebody to kill him. And then this, like, little gunship is rising from underneath where they are into the hangar. Was yeah. that supposed to be like uh, Quinn's? I mean, I don't know I don't, what that was I don't was know for. who's about to go pilot that, but okay. at this point, Quinn notices a beeping. Steve, it was the tracker from earlier. It was the tracker that Davin was holding. That sneaky son of a bitch. And we learned that the New Republic's probably on their way. And they are, because as Mando's flying away, we see three X-Wings come out of light speed right to where they are. And it's funny because like the X-Wings just do not care about the Razor Crest. They're like, get out of our way. We've got, we've got dealings to attend to. All we care about is a tracker. Now, Devin, these, guys, these three pilots and these X-Wings are just random people. Though, well, right? no relation I, I to mean, the maybe in the Star Wars universe. But we got three X-Wing pilots played by Dave Filoni, Rick Famuyiwa, and Deborah Chow, who, you know, uh, three, three, they've all directed episodes. an episode of the show. Deborah Chow is directing the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Dave Filoni, obviously, we've talked about him, Rebels, Clone Wars, and, and episodes of and this I, show. I think Rick Famuyuya, he's, um, I think he directed the best two episodes of the show I mean, He so directed far. this episode and I think three. I think he did. Yeah. So, so you know, they're like, there's the tracker. Oh, we see, we see a gunship coming out of there. All right, let's open fire. And then they, you know, start unloading on the space station. Mando knew what he was doing. He gives you, he gives the child like the little ball on his on his lever and he's like there you go buddy and you can you can of course tell that he's getting a lot more comfortable with him he's acclimating more to being right. a guardian he's a, a parental guardian he's a daddy for well he's in, a daddy in all sure. in all the senses yeah he's a he's... daddy with inside the the armor for sure the best and then um best armor yep and then that's where we uh that's where chapter six ends i kind of wish this show had like um you know, like a on the next, you know, like a preview, like a promo for the next episode. But at the same I time, I kind of like not going exactly. in blind. I like that exactly. Now, are we gonna know who that guy was at the last episode? Remember how like it cuts to like oh yeah that you know mysterious figure in the desert looking at Fennec. Yeah, I you mean, know you some can... people think it's Boba Fett, and some people think it might be the Mandalorian himself. But I don't, I don't get why he'd be like flying away. Then it's like, oh, by the way, here he is. Yeah, I don't think that's the Mandalorian at all. Hopefully, Mando. that comes into play somewhere. I mean, you think it would have to, right? I mean, are they really just going to be like, ah, we'll just leave <laughs> you know, that you as would, it is? You would very much hope so. Right. Well, that's it. I mean, but that's uh, that's chapter six. Two episodes left. Two episodes left. Um, do you think we're going to do maybe like a bonus episode on The Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, well, that'd be, that'd we be, could. That'd be fun. I don't know what we're going to do when this, when this you know, season ends. I don't know well, how we're going to... I mean, I'll, I mean I'll, I plan on blocking you on all social well, media. Yeah, we'll go into hiding and then, you know, once... Uh, 
season two, which I once season two happens, we'll I'll blow the conch signal and then we'll you know maybe reconvene. Yeah, I'm into that. All right, well we've got two episodes to go. Very exciting. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. If you are, if you're not, you're dead to us anyway. So, so we're hungry. not gonna. So let's go get some food. Can't God wait. bless to you all. See you next time.